This is the Out of Time Film Podcast, where your hosts, Tom and John, discuss everything from blockbuster films to TV and games like there's no tomorrow. Hello and welcome to the Out of Time Film Podcast. My name is Tom and as always I'm joined with my co-host John. Hello. And this week we are talking about Doctor Who the day of the Doctor, the 50th anniversary special of Doctor Who. We are going to be covering over the next few weeks quite a bit of Doctor Mm. Who because obviously it's the 60th anniversary and we both love the show. So I thought, why not go back to 10 years ago and talk about this magnum opus for the show. Where were you when you watched this? Do you remember the first time back in the day? Funny enough, I was still getting to Doctor Who, but I loved David Tennant's Doctor and Matt Smith's Doctor. And then... When I heard that they're going to do this massive anniversary, I was just hyped. I was ready for it. And then I watched some of it on BBC iPlayer. (laughs) Those who don't know, we have this app called BBC iPlayer, which is like catch-up thing for BBC. So if you missed the episode, you can watch it on there. Or you want to watch something live on your tablet or iPhone or your TV. That's where you want to watch it. But yeah, the reason why I was watching it on BBC iPlayer was my whole family was watching something else on TV. So my way was of like, oh, I need to watch it on the smallest screen ever on my iPad. And it was Wait, sorry, absolute... you were the only person in the house watching it? I think so. Wow. That's mad. That is great. Because I remember, you know, there was such a huge buzz around it. And I sat down with my parents and I went full. I was wearing a fez. I had my sonic screwdriver and all my Doctor Who figures around. We had snacks. We had jammy dodgers and jelly babies. It was a big deal. And we were so, I mean, they screened this at the cinema. That's how big of a deal this was. I absolutely adored this back in the day. And it really holds up. Full spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it. If you haven't, you really should. Just just watch Doctor Who. Doctor Who's really cool. It's all on iPlayer now. They added like all the classic stuff on the 1st of November. So it's it's all there. All you need is a TV license. It's as simple as that. Um, And before we get going, I just want to say as well, I'm a bit sick today. I've got a bit of a sore throat. So apologies for any coughing that I may do. Um, I'll try and edit as much of it out. But yeah, let's talk about Day of the Doctor. 10 years later. That is just mind-boggling because I can remember so much about Matt Smith era and Peter Capaldi's era. I haven't watched a lot of Jodie Whittaker's era, but that doesn't feel like 10 years. What I appreciate the most about this special is that, in my opinion, it's exactly what a Doctor Who anniversary should be. It is the combination of nostalgia and also the new stuff. What I love so much is that we have these incredible scenes, these hilarious scenes where David Tennant and Matt Smith are riffing off each other and they're having their really lovely time being together. And you also have John Hurt as the War Doctor, who is so confused by them both. There's that great scene where they're in Elizabethan England and there's all the guards around them and they're pointing their screwdrivers and John Hurt is like, what are you going to do? Assemble a cabinet at them? It's like, that is really, really good. And I mean, if there's ever a time that the Doctors can just be a caricature of themselves, it's an anniversary special. This is like the opportunity for them just to be the most goofy and stupid versions of themselves. And I think that really works. But at the same time, it's not all fun and games. They really make this a part of the Doctor's journey in the show. They really make you confront the idea of who is the Doctor after the Time War how that changed him. What would he do if he could go back and change it? The Doctor at the time, the War Doctor, are they even the Doctor at all? 
Like, those are really interesting questions that the special does not shy away from. Yeah. What I really liked about the War Doctor was that he was just bringing in a lot of serious matter into the two modern Doctors. It just gives a lot of questions about, like, does the Doctor shy away from Gallifrey? It put emotional weight on the two modern Doctors, but there is weight on the War Doctor. There's a moment where Clara says, I knew that you did it, but I never imagined you doing it. Because David Tennant and Matt Smith, they in one moment say, oh, we're going to do it together now. You don't have to do it alone. And it's interesting because you couldn't really ever expect any of the Doctors to have committed that atrocity. And I know that they wanted Christopher Eccleston originally to come back, but he declined. But I think that was actually in the show's favour. I think that making John Hurt be the one creating this war Doctor, showing this kind of old man. Like, if you watch Night of the Doctor, which is fantastic, they brought back Paul McGann and gave him a regeneration finally. And you see the reasons why he goes and he says things like, there's no need for a Doctor anymore. And his generation is almost this kind of purifying, burning sensation that he wants to kind of destroy the Doctor and make someone else, you know, the War Doctor's first words are Doctor no more. And you see in that little minisode, the War Doctor is young, that John Hurt is young. And then when you see him in Day of the Doctor, he's old. You can see that this man is a jaded person who's gone through so much and his whole part of the story is played with the words no more. He's seen so much that he just can't go on. Again, that's such a unique angle. It's something that takes the concepts that we've known in the New Who era and it kind of takes them to really, really interesting places. And I love that kind of idea. And the War Doctor's character arc is beautiful. Regeneration is a really difficult thing to get right. I have my qualms with quite a lot of the regenerations, but the War Doctor's regeneration is pretty perfect. His final moments where he says, before he enters the TARDIS, and he says, I may not remember this, but for one moment, I am the Doctor again. And he enters his TARDIS And he starts to regenerate and he says, of course, it makes sense. And he regenerates. And it's just like that kind of beautiful, he has earned the moment of knowing that he is the doctor. And Mm. I just think that is so cathartic and so beautiful and so unexpected for a doctor who is essentially just created to challenge the ideology of the other doctors. I really love that. Yeah. What was really powerful was that the two modern doctors, you see them not embracing the past, but also the idea of the war doctors. Is it really essentially like them and how much they've been through? I agree that character arc was something that I didn't notice before, but it was something that was like really prominent you know like with billy piper's bad wolf and that was like a huge thing you know in christopher eccleson's era you get to see that incorporated in there and it was like a really good way of exploring those two characters that never met but it just creates this powerful dynamic it's like starts his character arc as well you know he sees the two goofiest people <laughs> that they're going to be like and he's like oh god i'm going to be like that one day so yeah yeah there's it's a really good framing device this doctor who is at this point in his life where he's about to commit such a horrific crime and the moment gives him an opportunity to see his future even though he believes he doesn't have a future he even says i don't have a future and she's like oh yeah you do and again there are those really good moments where he's like what makes you so ashamed of being a grown-up and Smith and Tennant just kind of stop because they they know exactly what makes them and it's the atrocities they committed that day and the fact that they get to kind of grapple with that I mean that's so good again we're, we're marrying various different things we're marrying like the old and the new in such perfect ways like Smith and Tennant they are very obviously new who doctors they are so much more engrossed in lore 
and in character arcs and also they have stuff that you never see in classic who like there's the moment when queen elizabeth kisses tenant and hurt is like oh is, is there a lot of this in the future and that's good because hurt is very much like a classic doctor he, he's almost at the bridge the bridge is modern and classic and i love that idea you think about all the stuff yeah. that doctor who has done we've had doctors crossover many times you've got the three doctors and the five doctors and the two doctors and hey if you want to get really into it we've got dimensions in time where they crossed over with eastenders but this they Wait, kind what? of Yes, they crossed over. That was the 30th anniversary of the show, I believe. They wow. crossed over with EastEnders. But yeah, but, but the thing okay. is about this one is that they make it part of the arcs of all the characters. They make it part of the sequence. It's not just fun and games. There's a lot of fun and games, but it's also very important to what the show as a whole is telling us. And also, yeah. they bring back the Zygons from Tom Baker's era of Doctor Who. The Zygon plot works really nicely in tandem with the rest of it because the Zygon plot kind of questions the choices that people have to make, like Kate Stewart is about to blow up all of London to save billions of lives. And the doctors have to tell her why that's such a bad idea and why that will change her forever, knowing mm. that that's exactly what happened to them. That's so very clever. I love that concept and the way that everything is weaved in with Tennant and Smith and the different time zones. Like it's all in the service of the story, but you also have so much fun with it. You get to have so many lovely little Easter eggs and, you know, we get the Fez back and we get to see units. We get to see loads of different like references, like right at the beginning, the original Doctor Who opening and then the policeman and Coal Hill School, all of that stuff. We are hearkening back to different eras of Doctor Who. Any fan would just have a great time with this. I remember watching this of my granddad, who has never seen New Who, only ever saw Classic Who. He stopped when Sylvester McCoy was the Doctor. And we watched this episode and he loved it because there was just so much for the new and the old and it marries those mm. together perfectly. It is just brilliant. For me, when I was rewatching it, there was a lot of stuff that really brought back. And I was like, oh, I remember that. Oh, that was great. And some really cool Easter eggs. For me, this was like a big crossover, biggest crossover than anything that I can imagine. You know, like you got this really powerful story about the Doctor who has a hidden past and he has to go through that with the War Doctor. And the War Doctor has this arc as well. And it's like a mirror, really. So like you see them change. It's really interesting, the dichotomy between all the different Doctors and how they utilize that. One of my favorite moments, maybe my favorite moment in Doctor Who ever, is the moment where they freeze Gallifrey. They appear on the War Council of Gallifrey's on their Zoom. <laughs> they come on the Zoom meeting and they're oh, yes, like, the hey guys, yes. we're going to freeze hey Gallifrey. And there's that fantastic moment when the head like council member is like, the calculations alone would take hundreds of years. And they go, oh, well, hundreds and hundreds, but don't worry. I started a long time ago. And then Murray Gold, the composer who absolutely composes the hell out of it, begins yeah. to play I Am The Doctor in such a triumphant way as all the TARDISes materialize. And we get archive footage from every single Doctor. And it is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Like the way that Stephen Moffat wrote this, the way that he loops in every single Doctor, even, even Peter Capaldi, that moment with all 12 of them, no sir, all 13, and you see Peter Capaldi's eyebrows. That is just... Like, the fan service so is incredible, cool. but also it's in service of a larger story. It's all the Doctors coming together to save their home. Like, that is amazing. I absolutely love yeah. that ending. And it's funny that none of Infinity War or Endgame or all the biggest crossover stories, nothing can touch this. Nothing can go through this, like, awesome scene. It's that cool, of, you know, all the Doctors trying to save their home planet. And as you said, yeah, Murray Gold. Heck yeah, he was cooking. He's the chef. You know, he knows how to rig he really powerful the themes. He knows yeah. what to do. But yeah, I'm very excited for Murray Gold to come back to yeah. score a bit of Doctor Who. So 
Yeah, yeah. me too. I mean, like, this is the thing. We're getting back Murray Gold and we're getting back Russell T. Davies, who wrote the first kind of era of New Who. And the thing that I'm a little bit worried about, the 60th anniversary, which we're going to cover in the next couple of weeks, is just what you said, John. Nothing can touch this. This is the 50th anniversary. It is perfect. And I just, I'm worried about what we're going to get with the 60th. We have Russell Davies coming back, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. But we also have David Tennant and Catherine Tate coming back. It feels like this kind of self-indulgent nostalgia trip back into the 2008-ish kind of era, like season four kind of times of Doctor Who, instead of celebrating the entire show. Obviously, there are elements of the inside, like we have the Toymaker, who is from William Hartnell's era. That's fantastic. But it just doesn't feel like an anniversary special. I hope that it, it comes together for me. I really do. I mean, we're recording this episode in October. I have no idea what's happened. I don't know if I, any of the... Like, yeah. when this episode comes out, I have no idea if any of the anniversary specials have even ended. Or, or, you know, how they do it. I have no idea. I really hope that I'm wrong. But this is such a perfect anniversary special because it marries the old and new perfectly. It brings back old Doctors and it, it focuses on new Doctors. It has a place in the arc of the show, in the Doctors character arc. I just don't know if this new special is going to do that. The best that I can see is it giving some sort of catharsis for Tenants Regeneration. But it just feels hollow. It just feels like Russell Davies is coming back and only bringing back the stuff that was important to his first era. It, it doesn't sit well with me. And I, I'm, I'm actively worried about it. Yeah, now I'm worried. <laughs> like, we've gone from, like, Doctor Who, like, Dear the Doctor Who, like, yeah, this is awesome. And then we have this existential crisis of, like, oh, oh, no, I don't know what he's doing. Are we going back to the nostalgia bay or are we going back to Doctor Who again? It has been weird because I haven't got the excitement of Doctor Who since, you know, Peter Capaldi's era. It's a really powerful story to go through. I mean, if you want to go through the entire storyline, but it is an amazing experience to go through. You know, for me, when I watched Matt Smith, it was just like this escape, this wonder. I think a lot of people feel that way, John. I think a lot of people did kind of dip off after Whitaker because it does kind of do away with a lot of the lore and a lot of the stuff that we already knew. And it does try something so wildly different. And yeah, you know, it doesn't really work for me either. But I, I watched it all because I don't even know why at this point. I guess I'm just too much of a stan. I was literally about to ask. It's like, why would you watch something that you don't like? (laughs) Well, you know, as part of our Doctor Who celebration on the podcast over the next few weeks, we're going to be doing the best Doctor Who episodes. We're going to pick one story from each Doctor. And I have the list that we're going to do. I won't spoil it, but we will be covering an episode of of Whittaker. But it is so wildly different. And I think that's one of the reasons why they are bringing back Russell Davies and David Tennant for the 60th before they get into shooting. Gatwa and his new kind of era it's because a lot of fans they weren't kind of on board and then this is bringing them on board like I remember a lot of people like you John you texted me when Jodie Whittaker regenerated David Tennant you were like oh my god David Tennant's back I'm back with Doctor Who now and I was just kind of like yep they've it's it's done the job that it's it's working it's working exactly yeah it's bringing back people who wanted to you know who are like big fans of the show and I understand that perfectly back to Day of the Doctor one thing that I think Day of the Doctor does so well that again you know who knows that 60th will will do this is the final moment of hope it is just like i'm somebody who doesn't really cry at movies or tv shows i struggle the end of day of the doctor i shed a couple of tears at the end okay i'm not this is something that that. i'm an emotional guy i always cry at everything you do yes i didn't cry at that like i cried at the lord of the rings moment where everybody bowed down to the hobbits john so did i so did i I mean that is a that that is an iconic tearjerker. I was like, this is cinema. <laughs> this this is magnificent. Yeah. No. Um. 
Yeah, I didn't quite hear that. I was L- like, Damn, like this is this really is powerful. this one was for the classic fans. Like you know, I've I've grown up with classic Doctor Who over the last three months. My girlfriend and I have watched loads of classic Who and all of New Who to prepare for the 60th anniversary. It's been a big deal for us. And that moment when off screen you just hear Tom Baker's voice. And he and Matt Smith have this conversation. Again, Murray Gold is on fire with the music. And we just see them talk. And Matt Smith says, I never forget a face. And Tom Baker says, I know you don't. And in years to come, you might find yourself revisiting a few, but just the old favourites, eh? And it's like this beautiful, like, who is this? What's going to happen? Is this the Doctor's endgame to be this curator? That's so exciting. Like, you know, Tom Baker is still probably the most iconic Doctor. The hat and the scarf, it's an iconic look. I think that he may never be dethroned as the most iconic Doctor ever. He just is the Doctor. He was the longest serving Doctor. He's got iconic imagery and stories. Like, you just can't beat him. He's fantastic. Yes. And seeing him come back at the end and that bit of hope where he says, what do you make of the title? And Matt Smith says, which title? There's two, no more. And Gallifrey falls. And Tom Baker says, no, 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 that's where everybody's wrong. It's all one title. I can't do the voice, but I'm going to try and do the voice. Gallifrey falls, okay. no more. Like, that is so good. And, and and the question of where is it? Where is it? And Tom Baker's like, I don't know. I'm just a humble lost. Shh. Like that. And he says, like, who knows, eh? Who knows and he walks away and we get this beautiful moment where all the doctors stand together looking at Gallifrey with Matt Smith's narration where he says I'm going home the long way round as again I am the doctor plays that is yeah perfect <laughs> like like I can't believe that that is a moment that exists like you know you watch any of the other anniversary specials they are so different but I can't believe a moment like that where the Doctor meets his future self, an older version of a younger Doctor, and we're teasing what's to come. That is just beautiful on so many levels. You couldn't ask for anything more as a fan. Like you said, nothing like Infinity War or Endgame or any of those huge crossovers could touch this because it's so rooted in character, it's so rooted in history, and it's done to perfection. It is perfection, and it is so poetic at the ending of it. It's just like, wow, we get this idea of hope. And it is done it such a powerful way of like, Doctor, what is he going to do in that time to save Gallifrey? It is explored again in Peter Capaldi's era. But yeah, this was just a powerful moment in Doctor Who. And there's some really good moments in Doctor Who. But this one really outshines it all. It's just breaks into different possibilities. But also it's just the idea of hope. And it's like, wow, it's done it. And it will never be done. It's just quite sad. So yeah. Yeah, like who who knows what the next anniversary will bring. But we'll always have this one. And it's not just this anniversary. We were treated. We had this special. We had the Night of the Doctor Minnesota. We had an adventure in space of time biopic about William Hartnell filming the first yeah. era of Doctor Who. We had the Five-ish Doctors, which is a fantastic little, you know, mockumentary. We had loads of different bits of confidential behind the scenes and interviews. It was amazing. We were so treated. And again, we're filming this in October. I have no idea what we're going to get for the 60th. Yeah. But I know that Russell has some tricks up his sleeve. And so I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that whatever we get, it will be as amazing as the show deserves, despite some weird editing choices and some weird pacing towards the beginning like those were definitely things that i noticed this time and they did kind of take me out of it just a little bit yeah there's not really many dull moments like it's one hour 15 minutes and i think every moment of screen time is used to the maximum to say something and to have either it be a fun moment or an epic moment or a moment that has something to say about the doctor or about humanity or about the nature of the show i think all of those moments work 
so fantastically and we're just so lucky to have this kind of celebration of the show done by somebody who loves the show so much Stephen Moffat one of the best writers to work on New Who that is all just so amazing and I'm so happy that I was part of that moment in history I'll forever be grateful for that yeah, I'm going to be grateful there as well, like to live in that moment and be like, wow, Doctor Who <laughs> did it again. Yeah. What are you going to give Doctor Who, the other Doctor, out of 10? Oh, I mean, there's a, there's a question, like, because on the one hand, subjectively, this is a 10 out of 10. I have so much fun with this episode, but I would probably, you know, if I'm thinking critically about it, give it an 8 out of 10. Like, no matter what way you look at it, this is a fantastic episode, but the nostalgia that I have for this episode makes it one of my favourites. Yes, I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. Like, nice, really amazing stuff in there. It is close to perfection. I'll say this: it is close to perfection as any other stories that I can think of. But it is very close. It's literally gonna be like a nine point five, but then it's gonna be rounded up to ten. But yeah, this is something that everyone should watch. Like, if you want to get caught up with Doctor Who, this is somewhere in the story that you want to go to. Like, this is kind of somewhere in the middle. Yeah, it, actually, it might be in the middle. Yeah, the... it's bang on the middle. Season 7 is the middle of what we have in New Who so far. Wow, yes. So, those who are re-watching or starting to watch, I hope you are, Doctor Who, the New Who, or something like that, or the old Who, and <laughs> everything. Uh, watch it all, baby. 800 episodes. 800 episodes, that it's more is it more time than one piece i don't know because probably. one piece is 1000 episodes well yeah probably because some of the episodes are like an hour long oh yeah oh yeah that that destroys the one time then so yeah thank you for listening <laughs> yes thank you for listening of course and if you're listening on youtube and you enjoyed it you can like and subscribe if you want to see more and if you're listening on spotify you can follow and give us a five star review if you think we're worthy next week we're going to be continuing our doctor who coverage we're going to be doing the best doctor who episodes we're going to be talking about our favorites from every doctor and then the week after that we'll be doing the 60th anniversary which is going to be such fun and you can send us an email at gmail.com let us know your thoughts on Doctor Who on the best episodes on the 60th anniversary and ask us any questions and we'll answer them right here on the podcast next week yes and you can follow us on Instagram at Out of Time Film Pod to see our incredible thumbnails from Zane Asvel on Twitter for more thoughts and TikToks to see edited clips from Tom which are all also on Instagram Reels and YouTube Shorts and you can find links all that in the description below thanks for L. James Mayer for the excellent theme and Rowan Phillips for the vocals as always and I think that's everything it is indeed thank you for listening everybody take what you're given give nothing back Goodbye. Goodbye.